Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick. Hey everybody, how are you? Well, here we are again, Patrick. Yes, it's been a little while. Uh-huh, indeed. <laughs> we just got over a nice upper respiratory infection. Between Father's Day and your respiratory right. infection, it's been about a month. Yep. So, and no. we're going to say happy pride for all those that oh, yeah. do take care of those kind of we, things. We were going to say for everyone who believes. I was not. <laughs> for all of you folks. Who, but yes, happy pride. A little late by the time you get this. It will be July. Yeah, but this is when we're recording. So I know. Can look it up and yeah, figure yeah, yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, these are these are evergreen episodes. Exactly. Fergus, who are you? Buddy? There's a girl running across the street with a ball. Who the hell is that? I have no idea. I don't know. Probably visiting. Fergus is very upset about it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're here to talk about two more episodes of the final season of the Netflix Ultraman anime. Yes. Episode seven, the fourth successor. Right. Which I didn't understand at first. Took some time to figure it out, which I like. That's part of the mystery. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so uh, we open up with Raina uh, getting done with something. Which I figured was a concert since she's or supposed to be a pop star yeah. or whatever. But anyway. And she's like, thanks, everybody. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, blah, blah. And then she sees on her dad's phone. She's like, oh, or our phone that their dad called. She's like, what Mark, I'm telling you don't call at work. Right. Don't call me while I'm at work. It's like, well, you know, you have your phone on stage, dingy. Like, hey. my wife knows that if I don't answer her call, I'll get around to it because yeah. I don't bring the phone down into the manhole unless I absolutely have to. Yeah, because you don't want to lose it. Exactly. I don't want it to go into the drink, which I've done more times than I care. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that, especially that drink. Yeah, it's. I've had manholes, I've had phones that dropped in a manhole, went and got it the next day. Because, going back to the manhole anyway, and once stuff starts going in, I'm not pulling it all out just to go after a bloody phone. I'll just get oh, it the next day, and it's okay. the work phone anyway. I don't care. They'll replace it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that works. Nice. You're like, wait, do we have rice? Do we have rice? <laughs> I need a lot of rice. Um, so, she gets news that her dad was hurt. Right. That, well, she's li- listening to the message. He's like, look, I think there's... I, um, figured out what's going on with Ultraman. It's uh, his light. And then the manager comes in. He's like, turn on the news, turn on the news. And the oldest trope in the world, turn on the news. By the time somebody turns on the news, they're on to the stock market report, usually. <laughs> but no, this one, they just happen to say, hey, there was a policeman that was stabbed. Right. They're like, by the time... By the time you turned it on, they would have to be like, again, in case you missed that story or are just <laughs> tuning in... <laughs> Which I have seen them say that in some movies where you're like, yeah, it's so a little. Somebody in the writers' room must have been like, well, wouldn't that logically not make sense? Like, fine, look, I'll re- I'll fix it in the script. <laughs> All right, I'm just saying. Exactly. I'm just exactly. saying, you guys. So, um, Raina meets with uh, Seiji, who was Ultraman Ace, right? And um, she's like. She freaks out, and he's like, well, relax, relax. We, I didn't attack your dad. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Because they showed on the television that he was stabbed by an ultra. By an ultra, and it right. looked very much like Ultraman Ace. Right. So, okay, that's not great. Exactly. Um, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very strange. 
Um, and then, um, so she, they're talking, and he like he's like, "Come on, let's go back to let me hide you out in the alien district." Which, okay, now that we know that there's an alien district, that's probably a good place to hide, right? Because nobody's really going there very much, right? Well, we've seen the alien district before. Right. That's yeah. why I said, okay, know yeah. that it exists. Now that she knows, yeah. So, um, and then we see Dice, Dice and Shinjiro are talking about the strange dreams he's having about Zeta. Right. And they think it, that it might be connected to the fact that he is losing his powers. Okay. Sure, I guess. Sure. <sighs> and, uh, they, uh, they, um, well, then it bounces to the go into headquarters. Right. And Taro is now also looking for, for Shinjiro. Right. Gets a call from Dan Moroboshi and says, hey, by the way, if you look into Reina, it might help you find That's Shinjiro. That's right. He's like, all right. All He's right. like the pop star? Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure, why not? All right. You know, that's what takes it. That's what I got to do. Um, so in the... Uh, when they get to the alien district, she she meets a little boy and he's like, "Hey, drop your camouflage for a minute." And you know, he shows she he shows up as an alien. She's like, "Oh, I get it now." Then uh, she starts running around looking at all the cool stuff. Right, right. Which okay, fine. I understand. Yeah. You're in a shop. You would industry. totally do that. You'd be like, "Oh, what do they got here? Do <laughs> alien energy drinks? I'll try one." Exactly. I thought that was gonna go pear shaped. Real quick. Real quick. Because she like, would not be, meta- be able to metabolize it or something. Well, I, I went with, they know that this stuff will work on humans, just probably not as well as it works on the aliens. Maybe, yeah. Because they don't want to sell something that's going to be poisonous to humans because they kind of want humans to buy their stuff as well. I guess. Well, I think it's just that, like, like they they don't know that the, any humans really wander around that district. You only get... Who do you get? You get Joe, you get Moriboshi, you get Seiji. But you're also going to get your random people walking through any shopping district. That's where I went with it. It's because I don't think, I don't, because they're, they're too, they're being way too alien out in the open. Like, they're eating these big giant crustaceans. No, I, I, and I understand, but having gone through enough of Chinatown. Right. Yes, mostly Chinese are buying stuff. Right. But they're not going to stop selling me, who's completely not Chinese, right. anything. Yeah, I go up and buy whatever right. they're selling. Right, but the Chinese people aren't disguised as white guys, is what I'm saying. Like, they're not all, like, wearing Pat Rooney outfits. Like, you know, like... <laughs> right, but, but my general point Hello. is... Hello. <laughs> I'm walking in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not going to stop me from buying stuff. I'm so just wondering if there's stranger. some sort of weird perception filter or something that... People, People don't aren't think, seeing, think that t- part of town is a bad part of town, or it doesn't exist, or it's something like that. I got nobody what you're just goes there, you know. I got what you're saying. See, I went the exact opposite way. I figured they just have stuff that they would sell to themselves. They could be, and if somebody sure. else wants to buy it, it's there. We know it's not going to kill you. Yeah. you may not like it, yeah. but it's not going to kill you. Yeah. That's exactly where I went. Hey, what's weird about this juice box I just got? It says it's from the planet Reculon. What the hell is that? That's <laughs> ah, just some marketing gimmick. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> sure. So, uh, Seiji gives Reina a choker. Yes. And she's like, well, I'm going to go try it on in the bathroom. Okay, so they go downstairs in what is clearly an abandoned building. Oh, clearly. Um, 
And um, she puts it on. There's a big flash of light. And she's like, oh, my God, what is going on here? So then uh, she screams. He hears her. He goes downstairs. And then we see Ultraman A show up and start talking to her. And then Ultraman A pins her up against the wall. And uh, we realize it is not Ultraman Ace. It's Zarab. Yeah. Because of reasons. And I, I get Zarab is now going to be the sort of bad guy in this story just to push it along. Yeah. He's obviously a pawn, but... Right. We just have to figure out who the really... Mephistopheles is the bad guy. Mephistopheles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. funny that, like, they he was, like, really... You really bother through the alien district to hide from an alien? Come on, Marty, you're stupid. <laughs> so, um, wasn't sure I'd be able to pull that off today. Yeah, with your throat. Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, th- that hallway fight is really great. Yes. It's an excellent, excellent fight. Yeah. I really think that they've gotten the fighting mechanics down so much better than when they originally, like, season one. Yeah. And you. You want to give them that kind of credit. That season one, well, the fighting mechanics were okay. They weren't great. Now they figured out how can we make it look more... Everything's so much more fluid. Fluid. Exactly yeah. is the word I was going to go Even for. people walking no longer looks like a cutscene from a video game. Right. Yeah. Right. It's much, much more fluid. <coughs> yeah, nobody's stiff-arming it anymore. Yeah. And they, because it's all computer graphics, they figured out how to do the blur. A lot better, mm. and that's what you're seeing mm. is the blur. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing when you watch old movies like King Kong. You can see King Kong the piece. Yeah, 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 moves. Yeah, then they put in the blur, right? And, and it's get... harder to see it, right? But um, so the the large fight ensues. He tells her, "You got to run," um, and then so she runs outside and. Uh, Ultraman Ace is promptly kicked through the window. Yes. And he's like, what are you still doing here? you got to run. And um, Zareb comes out, beats the ever-loving crap out of Seiji, and she touches the choker, the choker and becomes an Ultraman. Right. And that is... Great outfit. Which... Yeah. Great outfit. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Um... It's got even got mechanical pigtails because why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? <laughs> that was the one thing I was like, why would you put because you want to show that she's a girl? It's with a, a girl. <laughs> That's why there's a robot skirt on it. <laughs> sure. What would I think? <laughs> sure, of course there's a robot skirt on it. The hell, dummy. Oh god. But yeah, it's it, it's fantastic. The, the fighting is absolutely yes, tippy top notch. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I thought that reveal that like she's an ultra was like oh, oh yeah. I didn't see that coming. Did not. I when it said fourth, what was it? Fourth successor. Fourth successor. I was like oh. Okay. Well, then we also find out that um, uh, Shin Hayata had given blood to a woman in the hospital where Ultraman's final fight had taken place with Zeta. Right. There was a pregnant lady, and he had given her blood. And that's Which how. is probably a bad idea. Right. Because the baby lived and the baby was raining. Oh. And you see they're going, flimsy logic, but sure, sure, why not? <laughs> Dude, they wrote it. They wrote it well. I didn't see it coming. Yeah. Beautiful, you guys. Beautiful, you guys. Um, so we're going to be right back 
with episode eight right after this. All right, so this is episode eight of Taro of uh, Ultraman, yeah, the, uh, third series, the final. Yes, I would like to think that they're probably going to try to bring this back again, but they've said that this is the final, so we have. There's to a movie it. coming up. I don't know if the movie is associated this, with this or is it Giant Ultraman. Don't know yet. We'll figure I'm, it out. How did get a clue? There. Exactly. Um, Oh, it's funny, when I started watching this last week, mm-hmm. William was like, this is Ultraman? What What do you want? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a weird anime interpretation. She's like, okay. <laughs> does she do the same thing my wife does? You really have to watch this? Well, you kind of know I do. <laughs> no, she just like, you have to watch it? Okay, you know, put it on or whatever. Yeah, I usually have to do it before the wife gets up because she'll sit down and watch and go, what in the world are you watching and can we watch anything else? Nope. And nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I can watch it again tomorrow yeah, morning. You have a TV upstairs? Go upstairs. <laughs> That's the thing we don't. She, she wants a TV in the bedroom. I told her no no shot. Because she'll leave it on all night. Oh, yeah. I don't want a TV on all night. Yeah, she'll no, no. absolutely leave it on all night. Negative. Can I, can I have that? Nope. I can't sleep with a TV on all Neither night. Neither can I. I can fall asleep in front of the TV, but it's soon going to wake me up. I can't have it in my bedroom. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. No, I can have one in the bedroom. I just don't. I like. uh, Well, I had one in my bedroom growing up, and I used to wake up. That was my alarm. Okay. So I would set the TV to go off at whatever time. Whatever time. And it used to freak Melina out because the click of the power would wake me up. Oh. Okay. Like it would be a ding, and then the TV would go like Uh, warm up, right? But the click. I'd be like, all right, time to get up. She's like, how do you do that? <laughs> She's a very deep sleeper. Her oh, whole family are deep sleepers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Multiple alarms, the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least Trish sleeps through my alarm because it goes off so ungodly early, she just kind of rolls over. Right. But it wakes me up. That's Yeah. I, I set her brother's alarm clock once when I was sleeping over there, and it was so loud, I jumped, almost went through the ceiling. <laughs> Yeah, it woke me up out of a dead sleep at four o'clock in the morning because we were going. Oh. We were going to the flea market. Right, right, right. So it was like four or five o'clock, and it was the that was like I thought the Russians had come and oh, there was an air God. raid or something. Oh no! Yeah, I was like, <laughs> came in the air room. I was like, get up, get up. She's like, well, what happened to you? She's like, oh, the alarm. I'm like, yes, no coffee, thank you. I'm good. I'm good. That's insane. Yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> so anyway, Taro versus Ultra. Yes. So Rina doesn't quite understand why she is in an Ultra Woman suit. Uh, but then goes toe-to-toe with... Um, with Zarab. Zarab, which is pretty great. Like, she's throwing stuff at him. He's like, yeah, that's nothing. And then he goes to punch her, and she just holds a manhole lit up. And he's like, bang. And he's like, ow. <laughs> and that will show you how... Strong the suit is because she holds a manhole cover like. No, she created the shield out of thin air. No, no, when she, when he, when he's got her cornered and she's just throwing stuff out. Oh, and then she falls and he goes to punch her and she just holds a manhole cover up. Oh, and he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. bang! He's like, ow! <laughs> and then she goes to run away and she dumps a whole bunch of other stuff on him. But um, 
Yeah, and then she makes some sort of hexagonal shield after he goes to hit. Right, because what he does is he decides to jump to get his full power punch, which, okay, I understand you're going to, as you're coming down, you can get that. She creates that shield, and still he can't hit her because now she's got that shield. So it kind of shows she's not weak at all. She's quite powerful. And then he's like, because she's like, oh, uh, now I'm going to make you pay for this. He goes, how? Because you have power, you doesn't mean you know how to use it. She goes, "Well, what makes you think I don't?" And well, that for one, um, <laughs> exactly. And the, the emphasis of your statement that'll do it. I, <laughs> when you're questioning it at the very end, we yeah, kind of yeah, hear that. <laughs> yeah. So okay, fine. Um, so they they duke it out, you know. And uh, she 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 does a little shield the first time, and he goes to do like you said, the big power up punch, and she really. Lays it on with his shield, and it just ricochets him exactly. into the uh, exactly into the in, just into the blocks away. <laughs> Sage's like, "Well, that's pretty cool." Exactly. So then he brings her home to meet Yapul, right? Right. Who's the alien that raised him? Oh, we got the, the boys up. up. Yep. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> I had a burp and a cough coming at the same time. Uh, and I wasn't sure how that was going to work out. <laughs> oh. I knew there was going to be a cough at some point. Yeah, but I didn't know if that was going to be like a, a like some sort of weird hybrid <laughs> burping cough. I, I didn't know how that was going to work out. Um, so they, he's like, oh, is this your girlfriend? I know you're old enough. There. She's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Second time I've had mistaken people for me having a girlfriend. Nothing to see, nothing to see yeah, yeah, nothing to see. No, no, we're all good. We're all good. Um, so uh, it's fine. And then Taro finally figures out where Shinjiro is. Right. They start having a fight at this um, aqueduct, which or canal rather, a little canal. Yeah. And, and I'm, I went with the. Yes, Japan has these canals all over the place. Oh, yeah. I guess it's got to rain yeah, yeah, badly yeah, they there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I I don't we've know. seen them in a bunch of stuff, different stuff. True, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. We've seen we've seen canals like this all over the place, okay. and they're a very good place to have fights. Fight, yeah, fights because or there's no meeting or some time. secret thing or yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so uh, he's like, "Oh, we're going to do this." Shinjiro's like, "Yeah," and then oh, there's my watch, which I just realized he wears on his right hand, which means he's a lefty. There you go. There you go. And so he's like, oh, I got a suit. I'll call it down. So he calls the suit down. They start duking it out. Meanwhile, back at the evil ranch, we see Mephistopheles talking to the crazy uh, uh, evil lady. Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Valkyrie, right. So um, she's like, look, I don't know what uh, what she calls him. Um, Zarby. She's like, I don't know what Zarby's up to, but I'm going to go... I'm going to go take care of this. I think she likes me. I got a nickname. <laughs> Hot shot, man. Exactly. Uh, 23 schedule. <laughs> Good God. <sighs> I want. I just want Zareb to be a guy who uses outdated idioms. Like, <laughs> whatever you decide he's going to use. Yeah. Because there's no Boy, look at the stems on that broad. You know, like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, this guy. Exactly. It's like your drunk uncle at a party. <laughs> so, uh, don't call me Drunkle Zara, but thanks. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, they they start duking it out. 
she goes off like she's like, well, since you're not technically really in charge of me, I'm going to go see if I can get into some mischief. Okay, I sure. thought he was technically in charge of her, but she said he's not, so she can go do what she wants, I guess. And even Mephistopheles, is, you want him to say something like, "Okay, like, yeah," but nothing. He just kind of like looks like, "All right, do whatever you want." Like, yeah. it's, my evil plan is going to come to fruition anyway. <laughs> I have it all planned out. So they start oh. fighting. Uh, then Morboshi shows up. Of course, as he would. Right. And um, But we find out it's not Morboshi. It's me again. And they're using the Zarab in a bit too many different places. Well, he did get just get punched out of the sky. Blocks away. So maybe he was like, not right now, where? Where can I get into trouble now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me go where these meth stuff. So he's like, all right, now that you've worked your concussion out, can you come back and now go fight, fight these, these other yeah, these other Knicks. Knicks. And um, so um, he goes to get... The, what I don't understand is how does Zareb have... He can change appearance, right? Right. But how does he seem to have the strength and armor... The and the person. sword. Right. Right. Science? Exactly. No, that's exactly it. A cause. Yeah, I thought it was very much an illusion, not the fact that he actually could become anything he wants right. to become. Okay, fine. Yeah, and like you said, a cause. Yeah. There's yeah. no other reason than yep. a cause. Yeah. <laughs> but the fight is really great. Yes. The, the fight on the elevated roadway is nice. I'm enjoying the battles. Like you said, now that they're putting in the blur, it's a lot more fluid. Mm. And they had to figure out how to do it. And I give them credit for figuring out, because I know I couldn't do yeah. it. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but, like, you know, there's some nice stuff. Like, some guy almost hits me in the car, and he starts yelling at them. I'm like, maybe don't yell at the guys in the powered armor suits. Because they're, they're, be fighting, they're <laughs> probably fighting something much worse <laughs> you probably don't want to be involved with. Um, fine, okay. Uh, and then there's the, there's a scene where the um, I think it's uh, I think it's Taro's fighting with the two uh, villains, and um, and our guy slides under a truck to get to him. Yep, that was nice. That was nice. Yeah, they have some interesting things that they can do because it's just cartoons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they are at least. Much like the Fast and the Furious that I don't really watch any of. They're going as crazy as they can, because they can. Yeah. Never seen one, don't intend to. Yeah. My son is starting to think that maybe he wants to see them, and then realize that there's ten movies, and he doesn't want to put that much time into it. I'm like, you don't really have to. It's, you know, all you have to know is, there's some sort of crazy stunt, and family. That's a right. That's it. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. And Diesel, Vin Diesel doesn't want to work with anybody anymore. He is. He's, he. They're like, I was listening to the Caravan of Garbage about it, and they were like, he doesn't talk. He's like, he's not in scenes with anybody except Michelle Rodriguez practically, because he's like, doesn't want to work with this one. Doesn't want to work with the. Like, there's just a lot of personality conflict, but they still have to keep making these movies because they're making so much money on them. Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess. Whatever <sighs> works for you, man. I liked him, Pitch Black. 
Have you seen Pitch Black? Pitch Black is so cool. I watched the first half hour and I got bored. Oh, really? I really no, it picks up nice. Bored. It's good. Does it? Okay, I'll try it again. It's a good I movie. I watched the first half hour and I was bored out of my cord. Something like that happened to me recently where I was watching something and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not pulled into this and then like one turn and that guy. And I was like, oh, okay, I see what happened. And then it was fine for the rest of it. Okay. Doesn't mean I'll watch it again, but. Right, all right, right. No, I got what you're saying. I yeah. got what you're saying. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so um, the big old, you know, the big old fight is big old fighting. And, um, right. and then the you get to see Taro and our Ultraman fighting the Zareb and the Valkyrie. Yeah. And then she's just about to slash Shin in the neck. Yeah, yeah. When Reyna creates a shield to protect him. Right. And then and it, she's, like, electrocutes her or something. Yeah. And Shin sees her as the Ultra Woman for the first time. And he's like, what the hell is this now? Exactly. And that's the And then scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, mean, I got to say, like, I'm very much... This is the best... The best... Um, Series of this. I yeah. I so almost want to start it over and watch it from the beginning. It's not that much of a commitment. No, not really. Not really. You could probably get it done within a week. And... May, I may do that once it's over, over. I gotcha. And just watch it through. Just watch it through and just see how it builds in a lot. I can yeah. see that. And if you want to do that as just one full episode, we can do Maybe, that. yeah. We might do a recap. Not to, yeah. Not have yeah, to maybe, actually write anything down. <laughs> content. Content. Ding, 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 ding. But, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very much enjoying this. we got two more episodes what, four episodes four left? Episodes four left, episodes yes. left, too. Wow. Yes, so two more weeks of this. That's almost nothing. Exactly. That's as long as we can not have upper respiratory infections, we should get it done soon. <laughs> well, hopefully I won't get another one. That's the whole point. <laughs> exactly. That's what the hope is. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Do you have any recommendations? Oh, I did. Okay. Do you have any recommendations? I do. I, I watched think. the Disney series A Small Light. Okay. About the girl, the woman that tried to save the Frank family. <coughs> save the what now? The Frank family from the Holocaust. Oh, yes. It is well worth it. Obviously pulls at the heartstrings at the end. Oh, I'm sure. Because you kind of know what happens. Yeah, yeah. And then what was the other thing I was going to recommend? There was something else I was going to recommend, but I don't remember. Oh, the the Schwarzenegger series Fubar on Netflix. Yeah. Fun. Is it? Okay. Absolutely. Now, yes, Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger. Yeah. We get it. But it is fun. Okay. Just I'll give it a shot. Don't go in there expecting anything that's going to make any sense. That's but fine. But it's fun. Dude, what, <laughs> what, what podcast are we doing? Exactly. I mean, honestly. We were both giant monsters and this and that. Yeah. Um, I don't. I had a movie and I can't. Oh, I have two. Go ahead. One is a little film from 2011 called Attack the Block. Attack the Block is a alien invasion film set in a uh, like a lower income tower block in London. Okay. Um, starring uh, John Boyega. Really? Yes. And and one Jodie Whittaker. Ooh, yeah. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. And what service it's, it's on? I can lend you the blue or the DVD if you want. Okay. Um, and. Um, and I think it's free on Tubi, but um, if you don't want to deal with commercials, I have the DVD. Um, and I've owned it for, like, forever. And I was the other night, and I was like, I wonder how long Attack the Block is. Like, 88 minutes. Oh, like, yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the 
with a monster design. It's fantastic. It's not a huge budget. Um, and the, the it's one of those where the, the characters you meet at the beginning, nobody, you don't like anybody. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's really well done. Um, and you can see why John Boyega is like Who he is. Mr. Kevin. He does have charisma. Um, and uh, my second one is the recently released, um, I got to get the title of it. Hold on. There is a uh, Warner, Warner, Warner Archive just made, um, released a, a um, Blu-ray of, it is called The Looney Tunes Collector's Choice Volume 1. Ooh. Currently, what the hell? What? Ah, oh, it's so much cheaper. I wonder if I can, I just bought it like last week and it was $16. It was $12.99 today. Horse <laughs> crap. I wonder if Amazon will like give you the difference. Yeah, what the hell, you guys? Um, so uh, it is, I believe, 16 never before on Blu ray oh, shorts. Really? Nice. Nice. And it's like the the three bears, um, Roadrunner, nice. uh, Bugs, Daffy. All early, early show. No, it's like a mix. Oh, okay. It's really great. It's all really great. And oh god, the quality's insane. Well, to up up res it to Blu-ray, it's gonna. They didn't up res it. They scan negatives. Oh, really? They scan negatives. They reconstructed. Um, when stuff had, uh, when they sold them for television, they cut the beginning credits off them. Right. All, all of those have been put back where they can. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. they scanned like the original nitrate negatives for some of them. It's nice. Crazy. That's it's gorgeous. Dudes, right now it's twelve ninety nine on, on Amazon. It was worth it for sixteen. Yeah. To be honest with you. Um, but I mean, like, I'd like to see if I can get four bucks. Yeah, yeah. Four bucks is four bucks. Four bucks is four bucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so rate, review, and subscribe, you guys. And the suicide prevention talk line is 988, right? Yeah. The world is better with you in it. Exactly. So on behalf of the Science Patrol, um, my name is Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Ray. That's right. Sally Forth, you guys. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Bring back Bach. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.